Hello and welcome to the 10th episode of Psychology Simplified, the podcast that aims at making psychology understood and applied by one and all. You might have missed my podcast because I've been too busy with my final year assignment submissions and lots of research. Let me tell you, today's podcast is very interesting for everyone's life and worth the wait. Do you know someone who finds it difficult to form emotional bonds with others? Someone who experiences limited positive emotions like love or compassion and therefore tries to be superficially positive just to fit in as per the social expectations? A person who is uncomfortable and gets anxious with even the thought of physical closeness? I do know one who keeps resisting receiving love and one more who is too controlling and hence drives away their romantic partners time and again. Most of these signal adult attachment issues and my podcast today shall reveal some of the important aspects of it. This is a sequel to my last podcast on childhood attachment. Hope you heard it, else check it out soon. A lot of water flows under the bridge between childhood and adulthood. So, many argue that we don't necessarily find attachment styles formed during early years to be the same when one grows up. That's because there are many other experiences which impact adult attachment. In contrast, I find the research by Bowlby and Ainsworth related to attachment bond theory quite significant. They say that if the mother and the child's bonding is good or if the kid was neglected during infancy, either ways it is responsible for making or breaking future relationships in more ways than one. It means that if a child and the caregiver's relationship are strong and secure, that person would have good relations with others as well through further stages of life. I think Shah Rukh Khan's empathy and love for the villagers in Swades, which is a Bollywood movie, is indicative of the great care from his nanny during childhood, so much so that he sacrificed a flourishing career at NASA for the greater good of his countrymen. Simply speaking, adults feel either secure or insecure in their relationships. If you trust others without a hitch, you have secure attachment style. And such individuals fare better with relationship stability and sexual satisfaction. Research suggests that they may be less likely to engage in disruptive acts such as partner surveillance or harmful sexual behavior. Secure people are more comfortable with intimacy and are usually warm and loving. Don't all of us desire to be so in our relationships? On the other hand, if you cannot bond with others and worry about your partner's ability to love you back, you have insecure attachment style. One example which comes to my mind of insecure attachment is of Lady Dinah, the Princess of Wales, because she had been abandoned by her mother in childhood and was also anxious due to Prince Charles' extramarital affairs. In fact, she used to be so apprehensive that she ate pints of ice cream on account of binging and bulimia. As per Dr. Paul Dawson, her therapist, she made suicide attempts, self-harm and underwent depression due to the fear of abandonment and finally, the nightmare came true. Now, it is a no-brainer that feeling securely attached to your romantic partner or other friends is usually better than the insecure option. So, 
Can we change our attachment style if needed? Yes, first with the help of a supportive partner and second by learning relational skills from a therapist maybe. A person can become more secure over a period of time. At this point, let me give you some advice to develop secure relationships based on research, reading, observation and my own experience too. First, be in love with the person in their present state, not his or her future potential. If you get disappointed because they do not rise to your expectation emotionally or materialistically, you may become a victim of your own optimism. Remember what Elizabeth Gilbert wrote in a bestseller book, Eat, Pray, Love? That I've fallen in love more times than I care to count with the highest potential of a man, rather than with the man himself. And I've hung on to the relationship for a long time, sometimes far too long, waiting for the man to ascend to his own greatness. Trust me, it never works long term. Second, clarify what is acceptable and unacceptable in a relationship. In case you have in mind a loving, caring, well-settled, equitable partner, but you are going around with a self-obsessed, ambivalent, narrow-minded person, such a relationship won't see the light of the day, I can assure you. Moreover, giving an ultimatum to such a person to mend their ways will be viewed as bullying or manipulation. Imagine the pain you can go through. So honor your self-esteem by being clear from the beginning. Lastly, commitment should not be extracted by reaching down the other's throat. They may have anxiety, trauma or an unnerving relationship history. Yet, you need to decide for how long are you willing to wait and then it shouldn't be considered as one person's need. Commitment is a mutual decision benefiting both involved. Another angle to commitment is your partner doesn't want to lose you but is not interested in the complications of making a commitment and cringes whenever you bring up the topic. So ask yourself, do you want to waste your life with an avoidant partner and decide accordingly? In the end, I would like to remind you that our lives can be happy or unhappy, certainly based on the quality of our relationships. You are not responsible for the programming you received during childhood from your parents or caregiver. Nonetheless, as an adult, you are 100% responsible for fixing it in the form of secure relationships rather than being avoidant, ambivalent or disorganized. So, I would say invest your time, effort and emotions in the person for whom you are a priority indisputably and vice versa. Such an investment is a must because life has its ups and downs and during a downturn, a strong relationship will survive and during the upturn, it will thrive. So take care of each other's likes and dislikes, have trust and have open conversations with your cherished one. And if you still have not met the right one, don't fret. Buddhists say if you meet somebody and your heart pounds, your hands shake, your knees go weak, that person is not the one. But when you meet your soulmate, you'll feel calm. No anxiety, no agitation. Now, we have reached the end of this episode. 
Thank you for listening to Psychology Simplified and for being such wonderful listeners. All the best for developing secure relationships. Take care of yourself and others around you. Stay safe. Toodles.